matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Okay, terrific. Language and writing were made available. He'll teach you everything. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. I'm hey, I'm John. This is John Helps You Write Better. And even though I still have the flu, this is still a fine time to talk about some writing stuff. And today... Uh, in between my sniffling and stuff, I, I want to talk about one of the, I don't even know what to call it, one of the incredibly stupid things that I encountered uh, over the weekend while I was laid up in bed. And that's this idea. I'm going to put it into a small little nutshell. It came from a lot of different sources, but it boils down to this. I cannot believe that uh, when I traditionally publish my book, I will have to do any or most of the marketing. That's the idea. Uh, and it came from a variety of people, said in a variety of ways, but that's how it, it always boiled down. This sort of disbelief or misunderstanding or, or just surprise, I guess, that you would have to do some work once you get a publishing deal. And I thought today I could, um, I could explain how fucking stupid that is. Because it's, it's, I don't understand why you would think you wouldn't have to in, in the most, in the, in the long gone days, let's start there. Let's roll the time, you know, time machine out and go backwards many decades, 50 years at least. Yes, there were whole marketing departments and they would handle the majority of the marketing. And there wasn't social media at the time where most book marketing was done through periodicals, done through uh, television or radio advertisements, and interviews were done usually through radio outlets or television outlets. And most of the time, so many books were being produced, they were just sort of sent out in mass, this kind of like, here's the 20 books of the month. And if you were lucky, it caught on and the money was rolling in and capitalism was nice or something. And overall, there wasn't a need for that marketing because publishing hadn't fractured as much as it has now. If we come up even 10 years later, so we're now starting in the era where I was working in publishing, there were still marketing departments, but the money wasn't there so much and there were some layoffs. And social media wasn't really a thing, but there was always this sort of prioritization of authors to, you know, to market or advertise. Are you already established? Are you, did you already sell well? Then let's put money behind you because we know you'll already do well because you did well before. And the new people, well, we'll get you some, but not a lot. Come forward again another 15, 10 to 15 years, social media has taken off and marketing has become slowly outsourced. And why, why should we pay a department when we can functionally exploit third world and global South countries to do uh, a lazier job and it saves us money? Because again, publishers, their only goal, they're not here to support you. They're not here to 
be a shoulder for you to cry on. They're not your friends. They're here to sell books. And anything that makes money is better than anything that costs money. Now, I say that and somebody somewhere is going to listen to this and go, yeah, but if they just spent money on my marketing, I could sell those books. And you're technically correct, but do you know how much money they would have to spend, especially if you're starting from zero with no readership or, or, or no profound numbers underneath you. There's a lot of debate on an adjacent question to this about whether or not you'll get uh, a pimp, an agent, uh, based on your social media following. If you have no following, uh, are you more likely to get rejected? And the answer is yes slash no. I mean, facing you on social media in those polite spaces where other people can see them, of course they're going to say No, no, we would never not take somebody who has, you know, a good idea for a book but zero following when you have to remember that their job isn't to shepherd some piece of art and put it up on a pedestal. That's that's just there to stroke your ego. This is the business side of things. This is where we must indulge our capitalist bullshit nightmare hellscape. So we have to look at this in terms of you have a good idea and... You have a substantial, and substantial is not even the right word. You have some amount of active, engaged, hungry people eager to acquire this book. That's the right combination because if if they have to start you from scratch, functionally, from fewer than 30 people, uh, they're not going to want to spend a lot of time and attention on that because it's... It does take time, especially if somebody's all thumbs when it comes to social media or they're unsure of what to post or they just don't know what what's worth saying. If you have to do that additional ego stroke confidence boost and then also teach them like, here's how often you tweet and this is what you have to do. Like they're not, the tick or the leech is not going to show you how to be a better animal so that they can drink more blood. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's not their job to school you with this. This is something you should in some way, shape, or form learn, either through asking questions or just trial and error or, you know, getting some professional help in this regard or something. But it's a matter of, you know, you, you want to have some kind of following. You want to have some kind of evidence behind you that says, yes, not only have I written this thing and I think it really works, but I've also got people interested in it. That's that's the that's the new minimum. That's the new threshold to get in the door. If you haven't done that, you can still get a publishing deal, but it's going to be a much tougher climb. It's going to be a much harder thing to do. That's just the reality of it. But if we, of course, we can't say that on social media because that bursts the bubble of too many people. But the the, the truth of it is, publishers want an audience. Publishers want to know people are going to buy this book. So that, A, they don't have to spend so much to force this book out into the world and just hope it catches on. But also because they know that if I can, if you're, if you, how do we say this? If you have an audience of 15 people, 30 people, 100 people eager for your book, maybe they're also eager for these other books I, the publisher, have. So then that's just more sales for me because, again, the publisher, your pimp, anybody else, they're not your friend. They're not here to hold your hand. They're here to profit or exploit you. They're here to take from you, pay you begrudgingly, and then 
get more out of you so that this process can continue. And then all the while, they will publicly stroke your ego and tell you that everything's good so that you feel good about what you're doing so that you keep doing it so that they keep profiting. That's the cycle we're in here. And if you don't understand that your marketing has to constantly grow, and I don't mean like it has to exponentially or logarithmically take off, but if you don't understand by now that what you always need to be doing is bringing more eyes to you and to your work at any stage of its production, then publishing traditionally is going to be very, very difficult for you. And I don't want that to be the case. I don't want you to get frustrated by it. And this process is hard. This process is a grind. And an awful lot of people are very fancy and high on their own supply when it comes to here's my idea and here's how interesting it is and here's how quirky it is and I spend so much time lost in daydreams and imagination about it. But when it comes down to, okay, roll up your sleeves, get in the trenches and do the work, all of a sudden all that discipline and all that enthusiasm goes whoosh, right out the window because what do, you, what do you mean I have to grow my audience? What do you mean I have to invest in this thing so that other people will invest in me? Publishing is a business. Publishing is a parasitic, tough business. Publishing is a business that's going to extract more from you than it will invest in you. Those halcyon days of, oh my God, big named famous authors are few and far between and most of them are long gone. You have to be willing to adapt strategy. You have to be willing to look past, oh gosh, I wish it was still the way it was because we all wish for the nostalgia. We all wish for those kinder, gentler days that somehow were just better because we were younger and inexperienced and naive and protected. And things have changed. And this discourse on the internet about, oh my God, I can't believe they're, 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 I have to do my own marketing just reveals how unprepared people are for this business succeeding like you have to do this it's sort of like saying i want to learn how to fly a plane and then you don't take flying lessons or you only take like a few basic ones and you never really get around to that part where you're flying solo this is part of the job writing is a job so this is this is what you have to do i i can't stress that enough I don't know how any I don't know how else to say it. I wish I did. But you have to do your own marketing. Even if the publisher is going to do some, you have to do more. More than what they're going to do because you want to profit not only financially but personally. This is your this is your thing. You've carried it this far. You know, you ran one race. This is a, a triathlon, uh, a mega athlon of, of multiple events. So you, you run one race and you got this far. Oh, here comes the next race. Get running. Give that some thought and I'll talk to you tomorrow.